The following is a fourth hand production. 
Which I'm trying to get the our band back together again to come on this show. Yeah. The three of you to come on here That'd be and awesome. have a little, you know, reunion. Yeah. But that would be fun. You know how that goes. And hear Eric's weird sounds again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course John's always like, Oh uh, yeah, man, sounds good. Just let me know. Like, well, no, like let's <laughs> let's talk about it now. Like <laughs> let's yeah. schedule it. Let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. And, uh, John's, I think John listens to the show. It sounds like he's a regular hey, listener. John, if you listen, like <laughs> hit one of us up so we can, you know, coordinate recording. Yeah, like let's schedule it right now. Like you're hearing this, so <laughs> push pause on this podcast exactly, yeah. and go text us right now and be like, "Hey, so when are we doing this?" And Eric, you too. No, no, don't say that. Well, Eric, Eric would yeah, just respond. Don't say that. Just say. <laughs> I mean, I was offering your place for a meetup. I don't know if that's yeah, correct. Okay, that's what I mean. So you should say it now. Oh, yeah. Like, hey guys, hey guys, you should come to my you house. You should come to my house. <laughs> like that? Like that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, maybe they'll get the message. <laughs> they'll get the message. I, I've, I've talked to, to John about this offline before, too. So, oh, Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, last time you were here, um, we had Caitlin on. We did, yeah. The two of you were promoting a podcast, Kids and Adults Alike. That's true. How's that going? Um, it hasn't been going lately, only because the holidays hit. We've been busy, because she is homeschooled. So we've been busy with school. We've been busy with, with the holidays, birthdays, that kind of stuff. Um, plus, I didn't want to burden her with too much, um, seeing that she pretty much runs the show. She comes up with all the topics, the show notes. Um, and I don't want to push too much on her. So, uh, but I, ironically, we're recording another episode tonight. Oh, like after this one? Yeah. Oh, sweet, nice. Yes. So that's cool. Who's we'll going to be your guest? Plus. No, but no guest right now. <laughs> oh, she still needs to do notes for the, for your episode, which we haven't we haven't dismissed that yet. Oh, okay. Yes. I was trying to be like, you know, I'm not doing anything after this episode. <laughs> well, we actually have another episode recorded, so we have two episodes that should be coming out soon. Oh, sweet. So, yes. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward so to that it. hasn't gone um, away. That hasn't fallen by the wayside. I just, I don't want it to get old for her, and I don't want it to get too much. So we're not pushing the pace as much as it would if it was me or you doing it, or me or John or Eric or somebody. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah I, in fact, my son just said just the other day, where is that pot? Are they doing any more episodes? Yeah. I'm like, I don't oh, yeah, know. Yeah. No, we are. We definitely are, yeah. Cool. He would be a great um, guest to have on the show. Who? Brandon. Your son. Oh, Ram. On or you this show or your show? You, no, my show, Caitlin's show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Because there's some things in that that Caitlin has covered that he's into as well. And it'd be really mm-hmm. nice to have him come on and talk about um, his take on it, how he got into it, you know, his opinions on it, that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, it is, it is cool. kids teaching adults, but it would be really interesting to hear two kids have a discussion about something they're into. You know what I mean? So, um, I think good. it would be. All right, so for those who have never heard you on this show, can you give a little uh, back history on what your history is with the Brady Bunch? Oh, yeah, and, and real quick also, one other thing, is I had made a comment on Christopher Knight's <laughs> Instagram, one oh, of yeah. his posts, and he actually and, and it said to, to listen to the podcast, and he actually liked the, the comment. So hopefully know, Christopher Knight is, is listening to this right now. That'd be awesome. And for those of the morons listening who don't know yeah, who's Christopher Knight. Yeah, Brady Bunch people I know that are not a, part non- of our bunch. Bunchers. Right. Christopher Knight is the guy who played Peter Brady. 
So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to get all of them on here eventually. Um, that'd be. Yeah. That'd so, be Mr. Cool. Knight. I don't know if we're gonna get Bobby, but anyway. I'm gonna call him Mr. Knight just because. But Mr. Knight, if you're listening to this, please by all means reach out and yeah, and hit definitely. one of us up. I mean, it hit tack up preferably, but if you if you <laughs> want to hit me up, if you you know if you're going by the comment that I put, by all means, that's fine too. That's fine so, too. <laughs> yes. All right, cool. Well, uh, so, this is oh, where history of the t- Brady Bunch. Oh um, yeah, that's right. God, we're yeah. so. I'm so yeah. Um, I watched a little bit as a kid. I, I used to. Um, I have four brothers and three sisters. Well, I, I had four brothers and three sisters. Now I have three brothers, three sisters, and I um, have shared a room with three out of my four brothers and so they used to always be into old stuff you know like acdc and the who and and old tv shows you know like hawaii Five O and stuff like that and so, so the brady bunch is something as the brady bunch pretty much yeah yeah and so i grew up watching these kind of things and listening to to the music and stuff and so i can relate more to yeah. the brady bunch than i think a lot of other people my age because <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't forced to watch it but I mean, you kind of idolize your older siblings, and they were into it, so I, you know, watched it too. And so yeah, I grew up listening and watching to a lot of these episodes. Well, for the record, I never idolized your older siblings. So. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no I, I don't much anymore. But still. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, cool. Well, uh, let's take our first break, and when we come back, we're gonna break this down, and I even have some. Uh, fan mail to read if you don't mind oh wow that's cool nice oh yeah all right we will be back okay hello listeners of random other podcast i'm your host chris cogswell here with my co-host marie mayhew hey everybody if you like podcasts like whatever podcast this is, then come listen to the Mad Scientist Podcast, a weekly show on the history, philosophy, and hard science between fringe and paranormal claims. Marie, what are some topics we've covered in the past? We have covered UFOs. We've covered economic collapse. We have covered cats. We did cover cats pretty pretty Mm -hmm. distinctly. Yes. If you like podcasts and a little bit of humor and a little bit of singing and some cats, come listen to the Mad Scientist <laughs> podcast, please. Shoot. And we are back. Okay, so we have The Brady Bunch Season 1, Episode 17, entitled The Undergraduate. Let's get into this. Okay, facts about the episode. Uh, this first aired on January 23rd, 1970. This was such a perfect time for me to start this podcast, because every episode is like right there in line with like the actual date <laughs> it is now, exactly 50 years oh, later. Yeah. I couldn't have started a perfect year and a perfect God, date. 50 years. It's completely on accident, yeah. Uh, written by David P. Harmon and directed by Oscar Rudolph. Um, the only interesting thing that was on IMDb was just saying that, oh, The Undergraduate is, you know, wordplay on the movie The Graduate, and <laughs> which even Dustin Hoffman's even referenced in this episode, is, too. Yeah. So, um, so, oh, 
I got some uh, fan mail. I don't know oh, if nice. you call yeah, it yeah. that, I guess. Let me read a couple of these real quickly. Okay. <laughs> so the first one is from Jim Larison. Hmm. Um, and he actually... This was actually a really cool email. So, you remember how I, I couldn't find that episode, that episode 13? I said, I can't yeah. find it anywhere, and it's about right. the whole measles outbreak that all the kids have. Anyway. <laughs> so, he says, um, he goes, hey, I have all the episodes on DVD. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's awesome. He said, I have all the episodes on DVD. I ripped this one um, onto a video file that I can send you if you want to watch it. And I was like... That's awesome. Like, hell yeah. And he goes, love your show. So good. Uh, let me know if this works. And he sent me the file for it. So now oh, I can awesome. actually watch good. that episode and send that file to my guest as well. You need a nickname for like people that listen. Well, I tried to come up with that. So I had like the Bunchers was one choice. And another one, somebody suggested Brady Heads. I think it might have been Ron or somebody on the show. Okay. I don't remember. I do, I so, do agree with Ron that it needs to be like like literative you know what i mean so i like yeah. a, like a brady brother or something i don't know like a brady bro or something i don't know but a lot of them are female <laughs> brady too, bro. So that's, yeah but some of them are female too so that's like really gonna work well let's a hear brady back buddy. from listeners you know do yeah. you want brady buddy brady bro bunchers come up with something yeah. let me know all right so this one is from i'm gonna butcher his last name but it's from scott Bog. Bogax, B-O-G-A-C-Z, hmm. Bogash. That's a great name. That's, I'm not, that's not sarcasm. That's an awesome name. It's better than like Smith <laughs> or Klein or something. Um, so anyway, uh, his subject is yes. <laughs> he goes, hi, I just wanted you to know that you are my new favorite podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Good. I grew up on the Bradys, and now uh, not only do I get to revisit these episodes, I get to be enlightened to your observations of the dark side. <laughs> it never occurred to me that Alice, although an employee, does fuck all. <laughs> also, now that I'm older, I realize that uh, Mrs. Brady was hot. <laughs> I always had a crush on Jan when I was younger, but I think that's inappropriate now. <laughs> I, I think it's inappropriate because she's the ugly one. Like, <laughs> That's what like, I say. I apologize. What's the guy's name? Scott, you said? Scott. Scott, I apologize if that if that offends. But, I mean, Marsha is kind of... I mean, she's the better looking one. Of the, you can't really have a, have a crush on, on the young one because cause Cindy's like, what, five? Mm-hmm. And that's just pedophilia at that point. <laughs> well, but. you're talking season one here. Like, right. Jan does get a little prettier as she gets older, but okay. she's still not as hot as Marsha. Even I now, mean, she's like as that, attractive as Marsha. She reminds me of that chick from the Goonies, the ugly one. She's like that. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going off on a tangent. Go. It's all right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, he says, enough of the ramblings. Uh, great job. Keep it up. And thank you. Last thing that occurred to me is when you run out of episodes, I heard you saying you were worried about that on another podcast. Why not apply this concept to Three's Company next? Ooh, plenty of episodes like there to dissect. It's an idea. Sincerely, me and you Scott could do that. B. And he's from uh, Toluca, Illinois. Me and you should do that. We can't have a third person because you know, Three's Company. That could be fun. But that could be really fun. And we could. I don't we know could if I would do it right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should do like a whole new show or just do continuation of. I mean, the show is still going to be called, you know, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. a very pretty podcast. 
Or should right. I just stop the show and just leave it running? Or should well, I just we could do it as a on? secondary show? But I mean, if I, I see what you're saying, we could wait until this one's run its course. Right. I mean, it's going to be a few years. <laughs> I got right. a few yeah, years yeah. of content here. But I mean, so. it's not like the content's going to go out of date or anything. It's already out right. of date. It's evergreen, so. which is right. nice. I think that's a great idea. What was that guy's name? Scott. Oh, that same guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. should. And you know what we should do? I'm going I'm to say it right here now. We should do that podcast. And yeah. then um, our first episode, we should have like Scott like either be on the episode, if that's possible, or at least have him record something that we can play on the podcast. Yeah, that could be cool to have him record a little something. Yeah. Well, uh, Scott, if you're listening, let me know. Um, yeah, right. All right, so let's get into it. Let's fade in. Fade in. Here we go. We see Greg lying on his bed, staring at the wall. Carol walks by and comes in and asks if he's feeling all right. He says he feels <laughs> fine, and Carol asks why he didn't go to the movies with his brothers. He says he just didn't feel like it. So Carol pulls out a thermometer out of nowhere and sticks it in his mouth and takes his temperature. One thing that I noticed is I said this last time. You, I don't know if you remember, but the last time I was on, me and Caitlin were talking about the, um, the camping episode. Yeah. Right? And one thing mm-hmm. I mentioned is that <laughs> Carol's scarf game is always on point. Like, she comes in with those <laughs> scarves, man, and they're not just, like, wrapped around her neck like a boring person. Like, she has them in fancy knots and stuff, and she's wearing, like, a dress shirt with a scarf through the, the collar and all this kind of stuff. And so, yet again, she didn't disappoint with the scarves. I thought that was kind of cool. She's got a double Windsor game going. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, not yeah. just a Windsor. It's a double Windsor. Double Windsor. That's a giant one. Um, and then two other things. One, <laughs> two other things. One is... Why is everybody upstairs? Like the adults are always sitting downstairs watching TV. And in this one episode, you see like two people walk by the room in one episode. Like they never do that. (laughs) So there's that. Go ahead. Uh, Well, I was saying in another episode, uh, (laughs) me and my (laughs) guest had commented. I had said like, I swear in this episode, it seems like the parents, all they do is hang outside of a room that kids are talking. Yeah. Right, right, Because right. it seems like they're talking and then they, they always walk in. Oh, what was that? And it just, I don't know. I guess you funny. could say they're like Mr. Furley's. Thank you. Mr. Furley's. Yeah, because Mr. Oh, Mr. Furley used to <laughs> do that. Three's company. Yeah. <laughs> he would always be outside of a room and he would overhear Jack saying something. He was making all those faces. Anyways, we're going off on a tangent. Um, but the third thing is, um, why is Carol helping with laundry? <laughs> she does it. Every, every once in a while, she'll assist in either setting the table or assist in making a cake. Now. Yeah. Was she helping with laundry? Because then Alice is about to walk in and talk Well, laundry. no, she walks by with a laundry basket first. Oh, okay. And that's what that's what first got me thinking, like, why? And then why is she? And then she walks back, and you see Alice walk by, and say, like, why is everybody walking around? Um, but they also share a, a room with the girls, and I think that they were walk, walking in the wrong direction. Anyways, um, I just don't understand why she's helping the maid do her job. <laughs> right. That, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that was like in the last episode, um, Carol was in the kitchen. I think she was, what was she doing? She was doing dishes. 
and she had to justify why she was doing the dishes, which I right, thought was right. funny. She was like, oh, I gave Alice the night off to go to the movies with her boyfriend, <laughs> Sam, you know. And it's like, <laughs> like, why do they write that in there? They didn't have to, but it's almost like people right. watching this going, what the fuck? Why is she doing dishes? <laughs> and, uh, so that was funny. Of course, that I'm be funny reusing jokes this. again like I always do, huh? That'd be funny to modernize this and have, have Mr. Brady just be a real asshole. You know what I mean? Like dropping the F-bomb and like, you know, belittling Alice. Like, what the hell do we pay you for? You know, that kind of stuff. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, let's see. Where were we? Oh, just then Alice walks in and asks if he's feeling okay because he didn't go to the movies. Greg insists that he is fine. Alice then asks Greg, did you want me to wash everything that was in the hamper? And Greg says... Uh, yeah, employee. Which part's confusing? No, I didn't say that. But <laughs> so, what do you think my mom? My mom was supposed to do? Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Just then, uh, um, Carol takes the thermometer out of his mouth and says it's normal. Alice says, "Well, if he is normal, then how come he wanted to wash his transistor radio, dumbass?" That's what uh-huh. she said. <laughs> and then pulls it out of the hamper, and Greg's like, "Oh." Hmm. Next, we see Mike in his den doing man's work, and Greg knocks yes. on the door and enters to give Mike something for him to sign. Right. He reveals that it's a math test that he got an F on. Which I found surprising, because if you remember, it's an observation I made when I was a kid, but if you remember back in the 80s and 90s with some of the sitcoms me and you watched, like Mike yep. Saver never came home with an F. He came home with a D. For some reason, it's like F was like the F word, and they were afraid to say <laughs> yeah. that. And so they always yeah. had the kids get a D. But this kind of surprised right. me that he actually got an F. Like it's, you know, I, don't know I why, actually thought, I thought the same thing too, because yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, it was always bad, like, well, Mike, you got exactly. a, a yeah. C minus. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Did you even yeah. study? And it's like, I know, I'm a piece of shit. Right. You know, and then it made it seem like his life was ending. Exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, like it was rare that somebody actually. Yeah, I thought that was a strange thing that they did. I mean, I don't know. No, it was very good observation. Yes. Uh, so Mike goes on to say that he's always been an A student. What's going on? Greg uh, just says that he's having trouble in math. So Mike decides to not make a big deal about it and tells him to just hit the books. And Greg agrees. <laughs> and I love how he he does the whole young man like you know what I mean like. Because Greg doesn't want to say it, and he gives him that stern look, young man, which I thought was kind of funny. And he also uses the term buckle down, which I thought was kind of funny, too. <laughs> That's something my mom would say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You need to buckle down. <laughs> Hit these books and buckle down. Yeah. But then the most, sh- to me, the most shocking thing happens in this scene. What? I, and I was going to say, I, I almost said, I got a feeling you missed it, because you're probably writing stuff down. Greg well, turns done to with walk the scene, away. So. Greg oh, turns yeah. to walk away, and his dad smacks him on the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the hell? See, I didn't write that down because a, I was in a hurry to get this through this episode, and b, I knew you were going to mention it. So, oh my god, I had to rewind it and like, did I really just see that? At first, I thought he like pounded the table, and I'm like, that didn't sound like the table, and the pencil didn't move. Yeah, he totally smacked him in the ass. I mean, how I many? Th- like, how many times did you rewatch it? Like a lot, like or? well, it's like fifteen times at first, and then I had to go to the bathroom. 
A little while later, we see Marsha in her room sewing a dress. I think it's a dress. It's not Marsha. It's Jan, right? No, it's Marsha. Marsha, she's sewing a dress. I don't think she ever said what it was, but it looked like a dress. Well, did you notice Um, how creepy Greg was when he closed the door? (laughs) Did you notice that? He walks in the room and like he doesn't like normal people walk in the room and they just kind of like swing the door behind him. He walks yeah. in the room and like puts his back to the door and like backs the door closed and just sits there <laughs> staring at Marsha for a second. And I'm and in my head I was thinking, I know in the Brady Bunch movies they did that whole thing where they had a crush. Is this like the crush on Marsha, the way he's staring at her right now? So yeah, it was kind of if you go back well, and I watch mean, it's really super creepy the way he closes the door. I think he stepped out of character and became Barry Williams there. Probably, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Because I know they actually did date for a while, but I don't think at this point. I don't think it happened until like later seasons when they were a little older, but yeah. <laughs> and then you bring up a good point. She's sitting there hemming her skirt, but because she like it caught on her heel. But they got all that money. Like She can't afford to buy another skirt. Like, what, Alice can't do it? Like, well, Alice, Alice can't busy? do it, or she can't just buy another one? Like Never... In Caitlin's life, has she had to sit in a room sewing up her clothes so she has something to wear the next day? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mom probably did that because they were poor when she was a kid. But I mean, why are they I've doing had, this? I've like, had to do it. <laughs> have you? They can't just run the store and buy kid, another skirt. Like as an adult, like I did it probably a year well, or yeah, so. I can understand that, but I mean, he's an architect. He can't just buy his daughter a skirt. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I thought that was strange. I don't know why Al, what Alice was doing. She was so busy, she couldn't fucking do it. But whatever. Cool. Uh, so anyway, so Marsha's sitting on her bed, hemming her dress or skirt or whatever it was, and Greg walks in and asks, Marsha, you're a girl, right? <laughs> and then Marsha, like, I was going to go into something dirty, but I sat not to. But I was totally expecting to go, and I'm a boy, right? <laughs> I mean, the way he closed the door, that's the way it looked like he was doing it, but... <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. It was much dirtier than that, but these are children, so let's move on. (laughs) Marsha asks, are you feeling all right? Greg says, boy, if one more person takes my temperature. And uh, so Greg goes on to say, uh, you know how girls feel about older men? And Marsha says, like this, and touches him. No, (laughs) At this point, I was thinking in my head, wait a minute, they're the same age. Okay, so he's not talking about Marsha. Like, I totally thought he was hitting on Marsha. Like, this entire scene totally looks like he's hitting on Marsha. The way he creepy closes the door and the way he's sitting there, like, asking her opinions on girls. Like, he's straight up asking her what he thinks of guys. Like, what what does she find attractive in men? Marsha, have you heard the term dicky sticky? <laughs> well, again, and the parents have only been together at this point for, what, like, five months? Like, it's not... Uh, yeah. It's not yeah, pretty much. It's not ridiculous to think that maybe they have a crush on each other. Right. So. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, so uh, he goes, uh, you know how, you, how girls feel about older men? And Marcia says, what about older men? And he's like, what they look for. Um, Marcia says, lots of things like <laughs> men should be rugged like Steve McQueen. I wrote this whole thing down, so here we go. Um, lots of things like men should look rugged like Steve McQueen. The way he stands, like he's always ready for something. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Greg is behind her, and he's like doing all these poses, like as she's describing them. <laughs> um, and then uh, Marsha continues with, "Or dress groovy like Gene Barry, and it's great <laughs> if he's romantic like Paul Newman, but he should be innocent like Dustin Hoffman." 
but at the same same time, he should be a man of the world like Dean Martin. <laughs> Greg butts in with, all at the same time? <laughs> Marsha goes on to say, there's one thing that's more important than anything nowadays. Greg asks what it is. Marsha says, what's in, what's really in, is a mustache. <laughs> That's so oh, awesome. That's awesome. So I Greg she, leaves the room. I bet she purposely speeds when she's a teenager in the car just so that this mustache police officer can come up and um, <laughs> give her a ticket or something. Mustaches. Never when I was a kid did I ever want a mustache. You no. know what I mean? Like I never. Well, that's not true. When I was like in my early 20s, like in the Navy. No, I wasn't even early 20s. I was like 18 mm-hmm. and like in the Navy. And then. Being in the military, like a lot of the guys have mustaches, you know. Oh, yeah, and, I remember uh, that. I remember seeing so pictures like, of you. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try to grow a mustache. And <laughs> that was the dumbest. Yeah, I remember thing that you. I think you sent me one or two pictures from the boat uh, when you had a mustache. And Maybe. when I would write you letters, I would always, I would, because I, I had to put semen recruit. You know, I think it was T. <laughs> Van Sickle, and I would always spell yeah. semen wrong. <laughs> I remember one letter you asked me, you're like, please stop doing that. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, good times, good times. Heck yeah. Speaking of, since we're on military conversation, did you see my post on Facebook the other day? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. About the, I'm, I think we about talked the, about About it. the guy <laughs> saying that he was like top, top secret. <laughs> so, for our listeners don't know, so I was talking to this guy recently and, um, uh, I I said something about the military or something like that. The Navy goes, he goes, yeah, I was in the Navy, and you know, for people don't know, I was in the Navy as well. And so, I was like, oh, you're in Navy, that's awesome. Like, um, what'd you do, or what was your rate? And the word rate means like job. Like, what was your job? Is what I was asking. But I purposely used rate because that people in the Navy (laughs) know know what that means. (laughs) And uh, and he goes, oh, we didn't have rank, and I'm like. No, like, what was your rate? And he goes, well, I was uh, I was special forces. And he goes, I was special forces. And, you know, we didn't exist. I, I was top, top secret. And for those people who don't know, there's no such clearance <laughs> top, as top, top, secret, top secret. Yeah. That's like saying super duper secret. <laughs> it's like, right. has the same, <laughs> it's the same thing. There is something and, above top secret, but I can't remember what it is. There's top secret, and there's something above top secret. I, I can't remember. Well, there's um, tons Dan, above top secret. Yeah. Well, Dan Cummins did an episode where he talked about everything, and I think I think in his he was saying top secret as far as national security, top secret's the second to highest, or maybe third to highest, and there's some above that. So, anyways, go ahead. Yeah, there's like a whole like grouping above top secret that right. is only for you know certain people, and right. um, so. I was like, you're in, I was like, well, okay, you were in special forces, but what did you go in as? You have to go in as something, like meaning as job. Like you don't apply for special forces in right. before boot camp, and you know it's not something you do. It's something you apply when you're once you're in. And uh, he was like, well, I went in as a private, <laughs> and I was like, a private? The Navy doesn't have privates, and uh, he's just didn't. like. <laughs> I was, I was waiting for that joke. Did you hear my pause? I even I did, gave yeah, it. I opened the door and everything, waiting for something. It took me a second to come up with that. Anyway, I was like, the Navy doesn't have privates. And he goes, in special forces they do. 
I was like, oh my god. I just shook my head and walked away. I was like, oh my god. That's awesome. He's a moron. Even if you can't, so there's, it's not possible for you to go into one branch. And this is me being ignorant of the process. It's not possible to go into one branch and then apply for special ops for another branch. I don't know, to be honest with you, but I know that's not the case here. Like, if I go to ranger school, I can't apply for, like, a Navy SEAL. Well, like, when you're in Special Forces, like, Navy SEAL isn't your job. Like, all the Navy SEALs had a job, whether they were a cook or whether they were, like, a radio man or, you know, it doesn't matter. They all had a job that they went to school for. Um, So... You don't just go in as I signed up for special forces. You know, I'm like that's my job. That's not a job. So anyway. kind of makes sense. Uh, okay, we rambled on way too much. Um, <laughs> where are we at? Okay, so now we cut to Peter looking under Greg, Greg's nose, really close to see if there's any hair for a mustache yeah. under there. Peter says uh, he sees nothing. Greg says, "Well, get closer." Peter says, if I get any closer, we'd be wearing the same pajamas. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Um, Greg asks him to come over where the light is better. And still, sadly, there was nothing. <laughs> Peter reminds Greg that nobody on the freshman baseball team can have long hair or a mustache. And he wants to try out for the team. They, wait a minute. They, they have that as a rule? I guess. Like, they have so many freshmen. <laughs> That freshman in high school, that's like, what, 13 mustaches. years old? They got so many 13-year-old boys walking around with mustaches that they have to well, put a rule in like place. more like 14, 14-ish to 15. Wow, okay. I remember um, my my brother telling me the story. Like I said, I never cared about having a mustache when, when we were in middle school. Right. But my brothers apparently did because I guess this was popular in the 70s. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and they said, Marshall um, Brady just said it was. That's true, yeah. And they said they, they went to my dad because they were starting to get peach fuzz on their face. And you've yeah. probably heard this story before. And so they went to my dad and said, hey, dad, does it look like I'm I'm kind of growing some peach fuzz mustache? And apparently my dad told them, son, I can grow wild on my ass what you're trying to cultivate on your face. <laughs> so I was kind of expecting like like the what? dad to walk in and say something like that because that's what would happen in my house. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> It's like, why? Wow, hey, what do no. you think? I got more hair on my left ball sack than you do. That would have been great if they would have thrown a line like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so Peter reminds Greg that, uh, you know, you can't have a, a mustache or long hair to be on the team. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Now, Bobby walks in and asks, if, asks what they're doing. Greg says, they're trying to look for something. Shut up, man. I'm trying to find something. Shut up, man. I'm trying to find something. Bobby asks what it is. Peter says, a mustache. Bobby says, well, don't look at me. I didn't take it. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I thought that was kind of a funny joke. I was like, ah, let's yeah. take it. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Mike is uh, sitting down in the living room reading the paper. And okay. Carol comes walking down the stairs. Mike asks Carol if she just took Greg's temperature again. She says she did, <laughs> and it's normal. Mike insists that he's just probably upset that he failed the math test. Carol reminds Mike about the Asian flu that's going around. Which, Speaking of Asian had, flu. They, they, right. They had bird flu back then. It's awesome. <laughs> and it, right now we're dealing with the coronavirus right exactly, now. Exactly, yeah. The huge outbreak that people are freaking out about the well, two cases in Washington State or whatever well, People at work were freaking out about it. They're like, dude, like four people died. It's like, yeah, in a country where everybody's poor, hungry, and they don't have doctors. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> I imagine they probably did die. They probably die from a lot of other things too. But anyways, I'm not trying to bash China. Um, no, I, yeah, this. I actually this had to talk to a random, I had to talk to my son tonight because he's worried about the coronavirus. So I had to. Right. I was like, I was like, please, this is just the media hyping up something that doesn't need to be. It seems like we have something like this every two years. Exactly. People are freaking out about, you know, the swine flu or the freaking whatever is going to be around. I was like, let's do some research on it right now. So we did some research on it. And it's like, this is pretty much like a rough flu. Like if you, if your life is in danger, it's only because you already have serious health problems already. Other than that, you or me, it's just going to be like the flu for a couple weeks. And that's about it. Exactly. And so kind of made him feel a little bit better. (laughs) If you're in trouble, it's because you don't take care of yourself. Put it that way. Yeah. Anywho. So, uh, Okay, here's the, the the next line here. I had to like back up and go, what the fuck did he just say? So he's <laughs> yes. talking about, so Mike, is, uh, Kara reminds Mike about the Asian flu that's going around. And Mike also says a lot of jungle fever too, but not Hell in the yeah. neighborhood. That's right. Because like, he was wanting, you know what it was? Fuck? He was wanting a threesome with some black chick down the street. And Carol said no. That's what that was about. Because you could tell the attitude he had with that shit. He's like, yeah, Jungle Fever's a neighborhood too, but hmm, that don't seem to be available, is it? You know, that's the way he said that shit. 100% that's how he said that. (laughs) Yes, it doesn't make him sound like a racist. Now it makes her sound like a racist. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, you don't want her in the bed. Why? Because she's black? That's fucked up, Carol. Because he wanted her to make out with a black chick with his penis between them. That's what he wanted. But, no. <laughs> I just didn't... I didn't get that comment. I was like, what the fuck does he mean? Did, did Jungle Fever mean that back then? Apparently, Jungle Fever is a real thing. Like, it's... Okay, so there's, it's an there's actual, really an like, illness. illness. Okay. Right, right, right. But that ain't what he was talking about. <laughs> That's not what he was talking about. We all know what he was talking about. Yes. <laughs> Just the way you worded that was funny. <laughs> like, no, no, but seriously, jungle fever is a real illness. And, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, good. But that's not what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 100% of that ain't what he was talking about. <laughs> I like your spin on it better. Just then <laughs> Alice walks in and says that she wants to read something to them. They tell her to go ahead. Alice begins to read a plagiarized poem from a scrap piece of paper. You got something to add? Yeah, because previous jokes on this podcast, right? Because you guys have made cracks on, you know, you know, you know, Mike was doing, doing Alice before they got married. You know, he was. And so did anybody else? And I know it's just me and you, but I kind of open this up to the people listening to did anybody else feel like at this point Mike is looking at Alice going, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, like, stop it. <laughs> All that shit's over with, I'm married now. <laughs> he gets real nervous when she's like, guys, I have something to tell you. And he's exactly, like, yeah. What yeah. is it, Alice? Don't you have dishes or something, maybe, you know? And she starts doing a how I love thee, like, and he's just like, what the fuck, shut the fuck up, like, I'm married now, like, stop it. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, So anyway, she starts reading a plagiarized poem from a scrap piece of paper. Mike says, "No offense, Alice, but your boyfriend Sam is stealing from Shakespeare and Robert (laughs) Burns to boot." (laughs) Alice says that it's not from Sam. She says it fell out of Greg's book, and uh, she didn't want to pry, but she ended up reading it and uh, didn't want to pry. Okay, 
they both act surprised <laughs> yeah. and question that it's from Greg. Alice goes on to say, well, it starts with my true love, Linda, and ends yeah. eternally yours, Greg. I was kind Mike of impressed that Alice made the decision to tell them about this, like instead of because this is the true. old Alice, yeah, the old Alice would have held on to this shit and be like, hmm, sucks to be you guys. Your kids are having a problem. I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you guys about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Mike concludes that that's why he's flunking math, puppy love, and that's it. So like, moving he's on. Not stupid. He's just in love. <laughs> Next, we see Mike and Carol getting into bed. Carol is saying how a boy's first love can be traumatic. Mike says, well, I mean, you didn't seem too concerned when I liked the black chick down the street. So, <laughs> No, Mike says uh, he's not concerned because he got over his, and he's sure that Greg will get over his as well. Carol still seems concerned, but Mike assures her that the boys, boys shrug these things off. Carol begins to say Mike, and Mike tells her, bitch, go to sleep. <laughs> no, he does. He goes, go to sleep. And Carol's like, okay. <laughs> what I thought was funny was, well, first off, I've never been tra traumatized by puppy love in, by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't know where she gets that from. But second, puppy love. he kind of threw away a good joke. Like she's like, well, there's you a never lot of failed. good joke throwaways. Well, he threw away a joke because I don't think he got the joke, unless I okay. made a joke out of something that's not a joke. But, yeah. <laughs> but he, she says the she says the line something like, "Oh, you never failed math," and he's like, "No, it was history class." <laughs> oh yeah, which I thought that was a funny joke, and I'm like, "That okay?" The the fake audience didn't laugh. I guess that's not a joke. Yeah, I was listening to that as I was typing too, and I thought that's where yeah, he was yeah. going to go too. But didn't yeah. he say it was like it was like biology or something? No, yeah, not biology. biology. Like no, I history. had history written down, so I think it was history. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did say history or something. I thought it was a really funny was, joke, and he didn't like push it. Yeah, he didn't deliver it as a joke. It wasn't delivered as a joke, which I think they missed the mark. And that yeah. could have been another joke, but they changed it up to where it wasn't a joke. So, I thought it was a joke. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, then Mike continues and says, besides, it'll be stupid for both of us to be up all night. Carol giggles and kisses him goodnight. And then he <laughs> well, wipes he says, his face. And <laughs> well, boys shrug things off easier. That's basically another like condescending comment. To, like, you guys yeah. couldn't fucking camp, so you apparently you can't be in puppy love either. You know, that kind of comment. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you're so worried about this. <laughs> guys don't give a fuck. Yeah, girls keep this shit up for weeks, but guys are, guys are over it by lunchtime. So if you dump me tonight, I will be over at the black girl's house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be asking, what about Carol? I'll say, Carol who? <laughs> like, guys are over it. Like, you don't see me mention that black chick down the street, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you said no, I moved on. Oh, hell it. yeah, jungle fever. <laughs> the next day, Alice is in the kitchen, whipping up some delicious treats for the Brady clan. So and Carol walks in. In this episode, yeah, <coughs> isn't is it, this is the scene where Carol's cooking, correct? Uh, no, I thought Carol was cooking in this. She is later. Oh, okay. Oh no, yeah, this is the, the one next where scene. next scene. Okay, she is. Yeah, oh yeah, I didn't have any notes for seven. Sorry, I'm skipping a scene. That's right. Oh, you number your scenes too. So do I. I'll yeah, I did. Yeah, scene yeah, seven, yeah. scene Sorry. eight, scene nine. That's so cool. Um, 
<laughs> Must be our filmmaking background. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so Carol uh, walks in looking through a book. Carol says, right. incredible. Alice asks, what? Well, first of all, there was a dumb joke in there about Alice tastes what she's making. She's like, yeah. I guess that is incredible or something like that. Like, Bitch, I didn't yeah. touch that. <laughs> I have a fucking book in my hand. Did you see me put my finger in the bowl? No. Sorry. Did you? And just looks at her. Did you? Did you see? Why don't, why don't you take the day no, off, Alice? No pay. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kara goes on to say that there isn't a single Linda in his class. Alice says, impossible. <laughs> Every school has a Linda. Carol begins to read all the girls' names in his class. Confirmed, no Linda. Well, you know what it is. Alice what? knew who the Linda was, which I'm not going to spoil for the people. She did, and that's she's like impossible. That's why she said it that way. She's like, bitch, please. She knew who the Linda was, but she didn't want to <laughs> share it did. because she is manipulative like that. But that's right. why she said that. She's like impossible. Like, bitch, do your homework. That's what she was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look harder, she said. Exactly. <laughs> Later, scene eight. Later that scene afternoon, eight. we see Carol in the kitchen actually making something on her own. Yeah, so why Bobby is she walks cooking? In. So in one episode, <laughs> Alice has seemed to con Carol into cooking and doing the laundry. Yeah, I guess so. She's good. And the whole time, she knows what the answer to the problem is, and she ain't saying it. She's like an evil <laughs> villain. An evil what? She's like a villain. Like she's like oh, villain. Like a like a mastermind. <laughs> Puppet master. I've been saying this since day one. Seriously, yeah. Jeez. Uh, so Carol's in the kitchen whipping up something in a bowl. Uh, Bobby walks in and asks what she's making. She says it's a cake. Uh, then she asks where Greg is. Bobby says he had to stay after school again because of his math. Carol asks math. What is it about? His, what is it with his math this year? <laughs> And Alice is like, let me explain, because she obviously knows everything. But, no, she didn't say she's that. Bitch. Just... She goes, somebody talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Scene nine. Uh, we immediately cut well, like, to Greg well, sitting going in his back, back. Going back real quick. Okay. Like, you have a culinary background. I've always yeah. heard you're not supposed to lick the bowl when you're making cake because there's eggs and shit in there. Uh-huh. Like, can't you get sick from that? Well, you could, technically you could get like salmonella, but I mean, I used to eat like the raw cookie dough all the time because that shit's oh, just okay. good. And that has, <laughs> so, that has eggs in it? Yeah. Oh, like, okay. All right, cool. Like chocolate right, chip cookies. But I mean, technically, like, maybe in the military too, as a cook, they're like, definitely like, don't eat it, you know, but right. we still didn't eat it. We can't serve <laughs> it. That's for sure. Like nobody could yeah. go, hey, can I get some of that? And I, I it would be like illegal for me to give them some, you know. Okay. So, Makes sense. So we immediately cut to Greg sitting in his math class with his hands on the sides of his face with dreamy eyes and the math teacher. Oh, dreamy Not eyes being at the math teacher. at all. <laughs> yeah. Huge She's up stalker. at the chalkboard. <laughs> She's up at the chalkboard and comes over to check and see how he's doing on his math problems. Greg is just staring at her and she's trying to show him how to do all the math problems. <clears throat> she asks, what's giving you the most trouble? Greg says, math. <laughs> that was pretty funny <laughs> and she says well if you have no more questions you can go what the fuck what kind of teacher is this he just the teacher said that wants to go I home because her boyfriend's it. waiting in a car that's what kind of teacher that is <laughs> he's like I don't get it I don't understand so what's I don't your problem get it. all of it. it let's make it to bed 
She's like, well, what's your problem with it? He's like, all of it. And she's like, well, if you have more questions, you can go. Like, what the fuck? Um, it's like, what's the problem, math? Well, okay, if you don't have any more questions, you can go. Wait, 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 wait. You know, that's I, I took it like that. So Greg looks upset that he has to leave. So he suggests that she go over it one more time. And she agrees. And he just stares into her eyes. <laughs> Man, so this is where we take our next break. So Greg is hot for teacher. He is hot for uh, teacher. We had a couple of hot little teachers when we were like in school, if you remember. We did, yeah. <clears throat> one of Miss you, Canty. You had a really you. big crush on Miss Canty. Hell yeah, I did. It was that one eye. Like, <laughs> no. Just can't see. Um, you had one that you talked to a couple of years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we had, uh, she was a seventh grade like history teacher. Hell yeah. And we all thought she was hot. Like she we'll was just, like fresh out of college, like 23 years old. I don't want to say her real old. name because I don't want people like contacting her. We'll just call her Miss Cock. <laughs> okay. And. Uh, and she would always wear like these really high mini skirts and stuff. Like, she was sent just home hot. a couple of times because her skirts were too short. <laughs> Did she really? That's what I heard. Yeah, I heard oh. she got sent home a couple of times. Oh no, it was eighth grade because I remember because when she started, I was in eighth grade. You were already off in the exactly. ninth grade in high school. Yeah. So you know, really I would come it. back and help. I came back and assisted teaching for a couple of classes when I was in ninth grade, and um, and I remember yeah. seeing her. I, I had met her. I, I remember seeing her. Yeah. Yeah, so to confirm my story, so a few <laughs> years ago, I was like a single, well, I'm still single, but I was single and I was like doing all these dating sites. And uh, no, she didn't pop up. I just had, I was from, I saw her, I found her on Facebook. So I friend requested her on Facebook. <laughs> and she was obviously not 22 anymore. Are you still friends with like, I don't know. I don't think so anymore. Oh. Um, and so. I friend requested her and she accepted it. And then so I decided to hit her up one night. I'm like, hey, yes. uh, thanks for accepting my friend request. And she's like, oh, no problem. She's like, I'm glad you sent one. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, do you remember me? Do you remember who I And she's like, the nope. name kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'm one of your students. And she goes, holy shit. <laughs> yes. She's like, how old are you? So I told her, she's like, Oh my gosh. She goes, I'm dating guys younger than you. Oh my God. That's awesome. And so I was like, so we started talking. We talked several times back and forth for hours. Yeah. And I was going to like ask her out on a date and go on a date with her. Right, and yeah. Like maybe fulfill my See if she childhood can teach dream. Something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we never did. Never mm. did. <clears throat> but anyhow. Nice. All right. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get back into it. Okay. Are you easily offended? Because if you are, you should probably stop listening. Are you interested in the bizarre and unusual? Are you fascinated by the grisly sides of life? Are you the one that people call weirdo? Well then, you should get hip to Strange Brew Podcast, a podcast with a bunch of crazy Canucks. Tune in every week with Strange Brew's host, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And Billy Kirby, along with many different guests. As we drink booze and we discuss anything strange and paranormal, from serial killers to aliens and all of the above. So crack those beers. And toss on those tinfoil hats because, because it's, it's about, about to get strange.
are back. When we left off, Greg has a crush on his math teacher. He may be faking the bad grades just to spend more time with her. Mm-hmm. Let's find out in this exciting conclusion. I'm ready. So we see Alice, Mike, and Carol all sitting around the kitchen table drinking coffee. Yep. They're all in weird in- coffee cups. Those are like the tiniest coffee cups I think I've ever seen. They look small to you? <laughs> Uh, I think so. I, I, yeah, okay. I spent a lot of these episodes just down looking at my laptop and typing. So, well, like the I bottom of the cup is like and the size of a half dollar, and then it like tapers up to the top, so it's a tiny. I remember they cup. were yellow. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all I remember. <laughs> They're all in deep thought and look exhausted. Mike <laughs> says three adults should be able to figure this out. What is what Carol the hell says, are they trying to solve? <laughs> It's not like some girl in school like punched him in the face or something, and they don't know who it is. Like, why are they butting in their to... son's business so much? I don't know. So, like, really, I would think from their perspective, Greg has two problems. One, he's having trouble in math, right? And two, so he likes some chick. If like, it was me, that... my dad would be like, "I don't give a shit about a girl. You need to get your ass in your room and study, <laughs> and get that math right. grade up. I don't give a crap about a girl." That, that's how my <laughs> right. dad would handle it. So, <clears throat> I hear you. Um, Carol says, "Well, we know Greg's problem is he's in love with this girl named Linda." Right. Mike asks, "What's the best way to handle it?" Mike finally says, "Well, the best approach is positive action. I'm going to have a man-to-man talk with him." So Mike gets up and goes upstairs. Okay. So now we're upstairs in the boys' room, and Mike knocks on the bedroom door and enters in to talk to Greg. I like how they throw these little fun parent things in here where he has to pick up the thing off the ground and be like, really? Really? (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. So Greg is just lying on the bed. Mike asks if he's feeling okay. (laughs) Everybody's asking that. Greg rolls his eyes and says, thermometer's in the sink. (laughs) Mike says he's not going to take his temperature. Then he rolls over and spreads his cheeks. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the way he says it. Like, it's a big chore. <laughs> Mike says that uh, s- some problems can be solved just by talking them over. Greg asks, like, what? <laughs> Mike says, well, girls, for instance. I can totally relate to this. 100% relate to this. How because, so? Well, because I we have a um, um, kids that are the same age. You know, we have boys that are the same age. And yeah. he's getting to that age where he is into girls and stuff, or at least he's going to be soon. <clears throat> and it's like not knowing and you don't want to overstep your boundaries. You know what I mean? Like right. I remember when I was his age, cause we knew each other. We were friends when I was his age. And, um, yeah. and you know, if my mom were to come in my room or my dad would have came in my room <laughs> and like, so, uh, are there any girls <laughs> at school you like, you know, like I, there's no way in hell I would have talked to him about it. There's no way. You know what I mean? Right. I would have been. I wouldn't have been like, well, Tech likes this girl named Missy, and I like this girl named Charlotte. You know, I w- that wouldn't have happened. Like right. in a million years, that wouldn't have happened. And so, as a parent, I find myself wondering the same thing. Like you wonder, like you know, is there anybody he's kind of looking at or whatever? But how do you ask without looking like a douchebag in front of your kids? You know, so I can totally relate to what he's doing right here. Hundred percent right. Yeah, I've tried to talk to my son too. Come on, I was like, so is there any girls in your classes that you like? And he always says no. Which, and then finally I just tell him, like, I know there is. I know you're putting on a facade. It's cool. I get it. You don't want to tell me, you don't have to tell me. I mean, but I right. know there's got to be girls that you think are attractive. 
Yeah. And he just doesn't say, he just kind of smiles. I'm like, yeah, that's what Well, I like, we both know that, you know, mine has somebody that he's friends with. That, right, right, right. I think. But, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm purposely wording it this way because I think he's he's in the other room. So, I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I to, let's yeah, just say mom, I totally relate to this. <clears throat> my mom growing up was, you remember in American Pie? Uh, Eugene Levy's character was that was my mom. Like all, your mom would have like, embarrassed the shit out of you if you would have did told embarrass her. Me. If you would have told her, yeah, there's there's this girl at school named Missy that I kind of have a crush on. If you would have, heaven forbid, if you would have seen her at like Golden Corral or something like that. Oh my god, yeah. your mom would have been like, "Is this the girl you were telling about?" And she totally would have flat out like said, "This is the girl you had a crush on, right. isn't it?" Like this is totally. You should go tell her you have a crush on. You should you should tell her you like her. That would have totally been your mom. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and she was the type of person that I could be sitting in my room and she'll come walk, knock on the door, toot, toot, <laughs> and then she'd come in and she would sit down. And I shit you not, this is straight out of American Pie. <clears throat> yes, she would go, I already know what you're I, want to, I want to talk about <laughs> masturbation. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, just burying my head in the pillow, just like, why? Why? <laughs> why? I just want to let you know that it's completely normal and it's natural. <clears throat> In fact, it's healthy. And, you know, it's like, okay, mom. Okay. Like, well, I just I want to let you know that. <laughs> when you lived in the apartment with your mom, <clears throat> I remember I spent the night one time and I think you were in the bathroom or something. I don't know where you were. <clears throat> but your mom comes yeah. in and she goes, you know, Jimmy, girls aren't just for blowjobs. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I can't even muster up the nerve to talk to one, let alone, like, have one do anything with me or to me. And I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't know what else. I was totally dumbstruck by it. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of them are fantastic sandwich makers, too. That's true, yeah. And know. they clean really good. No, that's a bunch of bullshit, by the way. What? Out of all the relationships I've had, like, none of those girls knew how to cook, which oh, is totally yeah. cool, because I'm totally the cook, and I'm down with that and i know right. i think you're the cook in your family too I am, and yeah. a lot well, of when i first met my wife she couldn't cook at all uh, i think she could she could sort of kind of cook noodles but she had trouble telling when they were done kind of thing uh but now yeah. she's way more confident at trying new things cooking wise than i am um i tend to be old faithful and stick to things that i've that i've cooked yeah. for years but megan's the type that'll be like oh i saw this on pinterest and she'll totally just like hey try yeah, this i good. saw it online today you know that kind of thing <clears throat> Out of all the relationships I had, I only had one that could actually cook. Nice. <laughs> and that was it. Um, huh. Anyway, we're getting way off subject here. We are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where we left off. <clears throat> oh, so Mike's in the room trying to talk to him about girls. So, okay. Right. Um, so he says, um, so, you know, girls, for instance. And Greg says, well, now that you brought it up. <laughs> How can we get Jan to stop hogging the phone and Marsha stop hogging the bathroom? <laughs> Mike goes, those aren't girls. Those are your sisters. <laughs> well, it's kind of true, though. I mean. <laughs> he goes on to say, girls, you know, girls. Greg says, yeah. oh, dad, we already had that talk. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, what talk? He's, you know, the talk. And just then Greg gets up and goes to the door. Mike says, where are you going? He says, to get Peter. I think he needs to hear this. And Mike says, oh, uh, yeah, he already knows. <laughs> and Greg says, well, what about Bobby? And he's like, well, let's not rush things. 
<laughs> I thought this whole thing was hilarious because that's that's a worry of mine. Like, I'm I'm embarrassed, <laughs> but I still haven't had that with mine. I still haven't had that talk. I've had it a little bit with him, but he already seems to know everything. Now. But see, my kids aren't in public school, so they don't. <laughs> I know that, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> that's it. Like, he learns this shit at public school, and that's not because of the the sex ed that you have, because he has right. had sex yeah. ed several times now. Um, but you know, just how kids talk. You know, you just well, you well, learn from your well, as you know, like you, me and my entire family are really into reptiles, and this may seem like a tangent, but it's not. Um, and he, one thing he wants to do when he's older, he he wants. There's a college that he kind of wants to go to, and he's already had to look at all that. But one thing he wants to do on a more private level, <laughs> as you're yawning, <laughs> is um, <laughs> that's funny. As uh, is uh, he wants to breed snakes, and he knows what needs to happen. He knows, you know. So I think he may know more than I give him credit for. Probably, so, I'm sure. Yeah. If he's already researched he that, does. he knows. He does have access to the internet, so... Exactly, yeah. He's probably already watched porn. I know you don't want to hear that. No, he probably has. You're right. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, so Mike says, well, let's not rush things. So Greg asks if there's anything else. Mike says no and leaves the room. The whole This whole scene I thought was really good. I think it was really well done by Greg and by Mike. I think they both did a really good job on the scene. I thought they played off each other really well, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So Mm. here we are, scene 12. So Mike returns back downstairs to join Alice and Carol. He admits defeat. Carol insists that there has got to be a way to solve this. She wonders if Greg, she wonders if Greg had maybe talked to one of the other kids about Linda. And I totally don't understand why they're so nosy about this. Why do they want to know so bad? They're so nosy as parents. Like Marsha comes in with some girl they've never freaking seen before. And that's totally okay. Like, at no point are they like, wait a minute, she's not on your class roster. Where did this Linda come from? You know what I mean? Like, at no point are they like that. But Greg has a crush on a girl, and suddenly everybody has in the whole freaking house has to know who the hell this Linda is. Like, I don't understand it. It's Greg, Greg, Greg. <laughs> Seriously, It's only yeah. every year is Greg, Greg, Greg. And also, at the end of the scene, like, Alice totally looks straight into the camera. I don't know if you noticed she that, did? but she 100% no. looked straight into the camera and, like, gives it this look like, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> well, here's a, so let's get into this part here because it's interesting. So she wonders if Greg had maybe talked to one of the other kids about Linda. Mike then mm-hmm. thinks that's a good idea, but then right. Carol backtracks and says, well, that would be breaking confidence because we don't want to talk to the other kids and find out rumor, yeah. you know. And Mike agrees that... Uh, worming worming it out of them would probably be too sneaky. <laughs> and then Carol agrees, and then Alice, of course, is like, sneaky schmeaky, fuck this. Yeah, I'm, right, figuring, yeah, yeah. I'm cracking the code. Because she's not nosy at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now we see Cindy in her room feeding Kitty Carriol, her doll. Right, right. Alice asks uh, what she's doing. Cindy says that she's feeding Kitty Carriol, like I just fucking said. <laughs> all right. Alice suggests that maybe... She changed the doll's name to possibly, I don't know, Linda. And Cindy <laughs> disagrees. so nosy. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, she really can't help herself. She's got a problem. Like, she really does have a problem. Well, she got nothing else to do. I mean, well, yeah, she's got plenty to Carol's do. Carol's doing all the laundry and cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Alice looks around the room and asks if Cindy had a name for this elephant that was sitting on her dresser. Cindy says that her name is Emily. 
Alice continues to pick up stuffed animals and ask their names. <laughs> That's a boy, no. dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid maid. <laughs> Ah, that's totally how she says it, too. Not her name, Linda. Yeah. (laughs) Not her name, (laughs) Linda. So Alice asks her if she knows any girls named Linda. Cindy says no. (laughs) Now we see Peter in the backyard working on a boxcar. Alice says, that, hey, that's a nice car. What are you going to name it? And Peter says, what do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Alice says uh, that all race car drivers always name their cars after a girl. Alice suggests Linda, perhaps. <laughs> Peter says, that'd be a dumb name because I don't know anyone named Linda. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of information in one line. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad writing right there. So Alice asks if he's sure, and he says he's positive. So moving on. And like now it's Jan's turn. Yeah, yeah, this one, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I just want to make Jan sure I was and Alice right are now. On the swings, out back, and Alice asks what she thinks about the name Linda. What you think about the name Linda? As they're swinging back and forth, Jen's like, what the, what the fuck is this? What? And Jen thinks, thinks about it for a few seconds and concludes, and she just stops and goes, mom's going to have a baby. <laughs> because Alice kept pressing the issue, like, what do you think about Linda? You like the name? He's a cool name. That's you a like good name, Linda? right? That, you know? Wouldn't that be a good name for, like, I don't know, a sister? <laughs> because it's obviously the maid's place to tell them they're so freaking used to her being nosy that it totally makes sense that Alice would tell me this yeah, it makes sense. I would hear this from Alice before exactly. anybody else she jumps off the swing and runs to the house yelling mom's gonna have a baby and then Alice becomes the first person in history to be stuck on a swing This is total, total like a Three Stooges or a that, Little Hardy or whatever. It didn't even make any sense. <laughs> like, how the hell do you get stuck in one of those swings? I mean, it would make sense if like her skirt was stuck on it. She walked away and her skirt went up, but like she's yeah. like her butt is is wedged in the swing. Right, and also it's not like the swing is swinging; she can't stop and get out. Right, right. like it's stopped. Yeah, and yeah. she's like got both feet planted on firmly on the ground, and she's like, oh God. wait, wait. <laughs> Such a dumb so, joke. <laughs> so Alice walks into the kitchen where Carol is, and she says, you were right, being sneaky never pays. But yet again, she seems that she'll do it again later. You'll see. Yeah. Uh, Carol adds, I know, I just spent the last five minutes convincing Jan that I'm not having a baby. <laughs> uh, just then, Marcia yells, Mom, we're home. Carol walks in the living room. Marcia is walking with three other girls. Right, right. Marcia introduces one of the girls as Linda. <laughs> Carol brightens her eyes and says, oh, hi, Linda. Which Carol immediately makes this girl, like, think that she's calling her a slut. <laughs> she's 100%. What? Like, it sounds like Carol's trying to say that this girl's a slut. Oh, a slut? Oh, 100%. Like, keep going with, with your synopsis. Oh, no, I, totally I know where you're like going. It. Yeah. I know where you're going. So she goes, hi, Linda. Marcia says that uh, she just moved there from Seattle and Carol suggests that Marsha bring the other girls upstairs because she wants to talk to Linda some more. <laughs> Carol is trying to see who else she's met since she's been there. She says, a pretty girl like you must have lots of boyfriends. And then and then the little girl goes, you mean here or in Seattle? <laughs> no, actually like, she goes, how many, girlfriend, how many boyfriends you got? 
Actually, she says, do you mean here or do you mean Seattle? She says it's so fucking weird. And and people from Seattle don't say Seattle. You know what I mean? It was like Seattle. It was like a super hard T on there. The way she was saying it was weird. And then I was like, did I hear that right? And then she says Seattle again. Seattle. Like, really weird. And so anyway, Linda goes on to say... Now, there's one boy she likes, but she doesn't think he knows who she that she likes him. And Carol's like, so yeah, Carol she says, fuck him totally, 100%. Do it. <laughs> She's like pushing. Carol's like, uh, she's sure, she, sure he does, and if he doesn't, she should tell him. Exactly. Then yeah. it says, are you sure I should? Carol says, definitely. <laughs> It'd be the best thing for all of us. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, yep. both of you. Yep. <laughs> so... Just then, Greg walks in, and Carol says, Hey, Greg, guess who's here? <laughs> Linda! And Greg says, Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Linda says, Hi, I'm a friend of Marsha's. He's like, Cool. And then looks at cool. Carol. what's for dinner? When's dinner? <laughs> when's dinner? <laughs> Made Carol, this girl feel Carol's this face big. was actually... I know, Carol's face was priceless. She was just yeah. like... What? Well, you know who else's face was priceless was Linda's because she has this look on her face at Carol like, why the fuck are we still sitting here? I came over to visit with your daughter. (laughs) Like, why are we sitting here? I think your mom mom was trying to get me to give this some kind of (laughs) blowjob. Your brother's a virgin, isn't he? Because your mom was trying to hook us up. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, Carol just looks stunned and she says, the usual time. And Marsha yells from upstairs to send Linda up. So Carol tells her where to go, and Linda says, <laughs> I'm doing an exact impression how she said it. Nice I've met you. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't know why she sounded like an Asian woman or something like it. But she had a weird know. accent or she something. Did, yeah. she, Seattle. And she said, Nice I've met you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like a normal little white girl. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she might be Canadian. I don't know what that means. Or, just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mike walks in the door reading the mail. And Carol says, Mike, you'll never guess what happened. Mike. I got the wrong Linda. <laughs> and Mike continues to read the mail and says, you'll never guess what happened. I've got the right Linda. Oh, Mike damn. goes on to say that he's reading a letter from Greg's math teacher, and she wants to see him tomorrow at four. I like how he says, I got a letter from the teacher, and she wants to see me tomorrow. Yeah. Not she wants to meet with us. Bitch, you're staying home. Yeah, <laughs> That's like what that means. well, shouldn't I go too? Like, well, first of all, A, he's my fucking son, and B, what name is on the envelope? What name is that? <laughs> Thank you, Mike Brady. Thanks. They, said, they say everything comes in threes once you make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because he's like, you made laundry, or you did the laundry, you made cake. Let's do something else. Let's make dinner. Let's just do something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mike goes on to say that he's reading a letter from Greg's math teacher and she wants mm-hmm. to see him tomorrow at four. Carol asks, well, what's that got to do with Linda? Mike <laughs> says, look at the signature. It's from Miss O'Hara, Linda O'Hara. You know, a little part of him was like, yes, now I get to see what's so big. What's the big deal about this teacher? You I know, know he was. Like, you know so he was. I'm going to go meet with her tomorrow. Just me, not you. Greg's got a hot teacher <laughs> and I get to meet her. Like, you know, that's what he's saying. For sure. <laughs> now we see Linda or Miss O'Hara in the classroom <laughs> at the chalkboard. Uh, Mike Knoxon enters. Uh, 
the classroom. Mr. Hare walks over and shakes his hand and introduces herself. She brings up that while looking at his school records, he's always been a straight-A student, and there hasn't been a problem up until now. She says she doesn't think she's getting through to him. Mike says, oh, you're getting through to him, all right. She can't tell if this kid has a crush on her? <laughs> well, I thought these jokes were a bit much. It was like three of oh, these yeah. in a row. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm getting through him. Oh, you're getting through with him. Well, I don't think he seems to understand me. Oh, he understands you. But I think, like, maybe he has a boner in class. Oh, he has a boner. Oh, yeah, you said he has I a boner. I think math yeah. is hard for him. Oh, math is hard for him. Hey, I was expecting a joke like that. <laughs> a lot of things are hard for him these days. <laughs> and math ain't Your the only thing. Better. Yeah. Your joke was better. Your joke was better, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Mr. Harris suggests that maybe it's a personality clash. Sometimes students and teachers don't hit it off. <laughs> Mike assures her that's not it. Mr. Harris goes on to say, my boyfriend works a lot with boys teaching them baseball. Perhaps I should discuss it with him. Like, like <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not your boss. I don't know. Do your well, fucking no, I job. Think, I think it's because like. She was feeling kind of uncomfortable about how creepy, you know, Mr. Brady was acting. And so I think it was her way of saying, you know, maybe I should talk it over with my boyfriend. Who's sitting he, out in the car. Who's sitting in the car. And he teaches baseball. So he has baseball how to swing bats. a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I got That's how I took that. So Mike asks, baseball, is that your fiance outside the school? <laughs> you know, the really cute one and the blue shirt. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The one who has the like, uh, she's, big pouty lips and like pretty blue eyes. Yeah. yeah. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Exactly. She says, yes. Mike then tells her that he has an idea and he'll be right back and walks out of the classroom. Just then Greg walks in and says, was that my dad that just left? She's like, yep. <clears throat> Mike comes back into the classroom with Miss O'Hare's fiance. Greg is eyeballing the shit out of this dude mm-hmm. <laughs> and he can't look away. Mike says to Greg, Greg, this is Miss O'Hare's fiance, <laughs> Wes Parker, <laughs> throws in his face. Uh, Greg says, wow, a real life Dodger. Miss O'Hare asks if he would like an autograph. Greg just stares. Wes Parker hands uh, the autograph to Greg and says, I'll make a deal with you. If you can make an A in math, you can trade that in for two tickets to the season opener. Greg says, two tickets to the opener? Deal. I'll get an A. And Greg leaves the room, and Mike hangs back to talk to Miss O'Hare. To give her a he little sexual her, harassment. Right? He <laughs> says to her, I'd like to pay you a compliment. This is how you get out of sexual harassment. Exactly. Start yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah, this is how they sexually harassed in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to pay you a compliment. Nice tits. You're welcome. Yeah, no. Exactly. He says, you know, if I had a teacher that looked like you... I'd flunk math too. And then they all giggled. So that's not only like kind of sexual harassment as a teacher. That's kind of like a put down to every teacher he had because he's an architect. You know, he passed all his math. So he's basically saying he had a bunch of ugly teachers. I guess. What does that matter? (laughs) (laughs) Now we see Greg laying on his bed, staring at the wall again. Here we go again. Carol is yelling from down the hall that dinner is ready. Greg is not responsive. Carol comes in and asks how he's feeling. He says, I feel fine. My dick. I got this substitute teacher in biology. She's got red hair and blue eyes. 
Wow. <laughs> Carol backs away and is yelling, Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike. Like he's possessed. <laughs> and runs out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Call the priest. And that's <laughs> the end of the episode. Right on. Your thoughts, your takeaways? And I think this was a better episode than some of the other ones. Um, yeah, they're getting better. They are. I think it's a little edgier because with the birds and the bees talk and, you know, the teacher. Jungle and, fever. Yeah, the jungle fever. And, you know, I wasn't sure where he was going when he's like, is that your boyfriend? I'll be right back. Like, is he going to, like, have him beat the shit out of the grave? Like, what's, what's, what's he planning? Like, what the hell? I'm going to go give him a Slurpee in the parking lot before yeah, we come right. back in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah yeah i thought this was one of the better ones yeah. i thought for sure all right cool 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 yeah i liked it too i liked the we talked about the scene with just i hit the mic the scene with just uh greg and mike did really well <clears throat> they played off well with each other it's a really well written scene it, the jokes were funny and there was yeah, a yeah. lot of them just a compact little area well plus it wasn't frivolous like some of the past episodes, it's like, okay, this could have been wrapped up in five minutes if you people aren't a bunch of morons, you know, but this was <laughs> yeah. like one of the first ones where honestly, I didn't know it was the teacher until after she met the little girl, Linda and Greg was like, oh, nice to meet you. Bye. I was like, well, wait a minute. It was not like, is it really not a kid? And then it hit me. I'm like, oh, I bet it's one of the teachers. Like it, that's how long it took me to get what the problem was where as before the whole time you're like why don't they just do this <laughs> like why don't they just speak up <laughs> yeah. and talk about this so so yeah yep yep all right man this was a long episode this is nice yeah right cool it's probably one of the longest so far nice all right so this is where your chance to like plug anything you want to plug plug away um well at first i'd like to um to plug attack films um, cause we got that video come okay. out, um, for true phonic and, and look for that. And it's something that tech and I are pretty proud of. And, um, so yeah, that's the biggest thing. Um, for sure. other than that, uh, Caitlin's podcast, uh, kids and adults alike, we're kind of kicking around ideas for another podcast, uh, but it's nothing that we're rushing, nothing anytime soon, but, um, kids and adults are like a not over. It's not done with, um, we're going to keep going with it and we're just kind of going at a leisurely pace. So because at the end of the day, she's a child, and I don't want to, I don't want to push it. So, so yeah, yeah. She she kind of wants to branch off into YouTube stuff too, under the same video. You know, like you, you're going to be in in one of the podcasts coming up, one of the episodes. But we also want to have a video to tag along with that, so that people can actually see um, some of the things that you and her are going to talk about. So, okay, um, cool. So she wants to kind of have a companion video with some of her podcast episodes now. And so we're kind of slowing down and kind of, you know, branching out a little bit and doing different things. And with a, with a kid having a podcast, you kind of have to make it interesting. And, you know, I'm, I'm letting her do what she wants to do and seeing what she feels works and what doesn't. And so, so yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Awesome. All right, Jimmy. Well, thanks for doing this last minute. I appreciate it. Thanks <laughs> yep, for coming yep. by and, uh, and uh, definitely we'll have you back again on some later episodes when, they, when the girls get a little older and a little hotter. I mean, when they get prettier. Sorry, <laughs> I look forward to, uh, to hearing from our boy Scott about the, uh, oh, the yeah. Three's Company podcast. Yeah, I'm for, I'm for real. Good. I love that idea. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'll see you. Okay. Oh, my God.
Hey, I want to thank my guests one last time for stopping by and come on back here every Monday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Hey, go ahead and check out AVeryPrettyPodcast.com. If you ever wonder what I look like, I got pics up on there. You can also see pictures of our past guests as well that have been on the show. Read little bios about them. And you can contact me at AVeryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email, any questions you have, or maybe you want to tell me that you hate a certain episode. Who knows? Or even give me a call and leave a voice message at 804-446-1901. Again, that's 804-446-1901. Leave a voicemail. I'll play it on the show. You can also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com. The link is in the description of this episode. Join in on the conversation in the Facebook group. It's called a Very Brady Facebook group. So get in there, get on the conversation, post memes. I don't care. Just don't be a racist. And be sure to also check out the Patreon page. If you enjoy the show, give a donation and become a patron. I'd certainly appreciate it. Just go to www.patreon.com forward slash a very Brady podcast. Until then, I've been Tack, and this has been a very Brady podcast. Have a sunshine day. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.